Welcome to the First Impressions Podcast, the official podcast of the Forum of Incident Response and Security Teams. Every month, Chris John Riley and myself, Martin McKay, share informal conversations with security professionals from around the globe. The opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers alone, and any sarcasm you hear is purely intentional. For more information on FIRST or this podcast, please check out FIRST.org. First day of the first conference, and we are here talking to Raphael Veno and Quinn Norton. And your presentation that you just did was watching web pages in action with Looky Loo. Now, Looky Loo is a is a project that you've been working on for many years now. It sounds like, or at least it probably feels like. Tell us a little bit about what Looky Loo is and why people should be interested in it. So, Looky Loo is an open source project that um, will capture a website. So it will you give it a URL and it's going to just like run it in a browser and capture everything that's happening during that uh, during the interaction with like with the website and then it's going to build a tree out of it um, and that will be displayed on the like on the web interface and you can investigate what's happening when you load that page. So what do you? What do you expect people to do with this? I guess, I mean, it's an interesting tool for people to look at their own websites, look at other websites, what's going on, but what was the original uh, thought process? What did you expect people to, to do with the tool? Well, it originally, uh, this is Quinn. So it originally came out of a meeting we were in with a bunch of media lawyers who were looking for ways to monitor what was on their own websites because they'd been hit by malvertising on uh, news websites. And uh, they asked us, how do we know what's on our own huge, crafty websites? And we realized we didn't have an answer uh, to what was there and what was happening, like how you could find that out. So we figured there was a tool out there somewhere. Uh, so we went looking through um, GitHub and other resources, and we found nothing. We found nothing that would show you what was happening on a website in real time. Uh, so we built it. Uh, and. So with Looky Loo, essentially, you're, you're getting uh, the contents of the web page. We're mapping them onto a phylogenic tree as, as part of the interface. And we're also creating a database uh, behind the scenes with all of the content and the relationships preserved from the website that you've just run in Looky Loo. And that gives you a lot of tools to explore what happened. And the words, I was talking to a media lawyer, never strike fear into somebody's heart. <laughs> well, I was talking to a room of media lawyers. <laughs> uh, that's probably, that, yeah, as a, as a group, they're probably a little bit less intimidating or something. But Well, <laughs> well I, I'm also a reporter, so we're both natural enemies and allies at that point. <laughs> so... What we're what we're looking at with Looky Loo is really seeing what all of the relationships between the web pages are, what the what the images are, what the code is that's that's um, that's being downloaded. Just even opening up that page. Yes. So and even during your presentation, you talked a little bit about how much is being loaded before you've even got the full page, before you can give consent for GDPR or other types of tracking. It's it's pretty interesting and, and pretty intimidating in a lot of ways. There's a lot. Of, there are a lot of good websites. There's also a lot of very badly behaved websites, and they don't necessarily look different. 
uh, you can't tell by looking at the at the end product whether you're looking at something that's behaving well, that's uh, both technically and legally, but, or behaving but, poorly. But isn't there like a little lock on the toolbar? <laughs> You're thinking SSL, Chris? The, the, the SSL only tells you who's behaving badly, ah, okay. <laughs> not whether they're behaving badly. <laughs> but so one of the things that you mentioned was that, you know, as, as Martin alluded to, is like even before, if you're in Europe, you may have seen these nice bars that say, due to GDPR, we have to share data, please accept or, or decline or jump through these 15 menus to tell us what you accept or, or decline. But even before people go through and select those things. There's already a load of resources that are getting loaded that are of a concern, right? They may well be sharing data. Yeah, it's, it will, so a lot of, you have a lot of content that's loaded um, just by opening the page without any user interaction. And some of those websites may just be legitimately loading a JavaScript, but not getting any of your data or any like identify, identifiable information. But it's really hard to say. And in practice, if you just load a page, don't click on anything and go somewhere else, you still have that cookie in your browser. And that cookie will still be used later on. Um, it's not deleted or anything. I mean, that does raise the question is like, how can people, you know, maybe the, the lawyers in the room that you were talking to, use that tool to understand really what's going on, right? They see a huge graph of all these things loading, resources, CSS, images, iframes, cookie setting. But how can they look at that and go, this is a concern, as opposed to this may be something that's that's normal? Well, looky-loo is good for, ask, for answering questions. So you have to start with an ask. So if you are, say, a lawyer of a large media site and you're saying, are we GDPR compliant? Um, you might go through, you might load a website and look for uh, where cookies are being set and read uh, or iframes and are loading cookies, so on and so forth, before consent is given. Looky-loo will show you where that's happening. If you aren't asking that question, then that's not a useful capture for you that way. So uh, Looky-loo is definitely an answer looking for a question in, in a lot of cases. Now, I, we found that the questions are quite common, whether we're talking about the legal ramifications or probably the most common use case right now is malware. So, um, you know, is this site what it purports to be? Is it using malicious infrastructure? These sorts of questions are um, good ones to answer with, with, with looky-loo. Uh, it, it's not something, it's not gonna, uh, it's not gonna give you, um, I don't wanna phrase that. It's, it's not going to kind of give you everything on a platter. You're going to have to like have an inquiry for it to make sense to you. Um, now, that said, if your question is, how is the web working, uh, then it's a fun one. I have spent quite a bit of time cruising through different websites seeing how they work with Looky-Loo, because apparently I had too much free time. But, um, but yeah, you can, it, it's, the web works in mysterious ways. <laughs> but you bring up a kind of a, an interesting dichotomy here, which is, really for most organizations looky loo is so they can look at their own site so they can see what they're serving up that's how a lot of professionals want, might want to use it but then you're also talking about the part where your journalism background comes in of using it for investigations mm -hmm. so which which do you think is is 
what most people should be concentrating on? And maybe it sh should be, but what, what do you expect that most of the users of Lucky Lube are going to be concentrating on? Their own sites or external sites? I actually am not sure that's quite the right question. Uh, the, the reason the reason being that, um, it, for one thing, it, again, it, it very much depends on what you're trying to accomplish uh, when you're when you're going through Licky Lou. But also, um, I don't necessarily think those are mutually exclusive. Like if you're doing something in your website and you're seeing how fast it works or something like that, or what kind of resources might be helpful, seeing what other people are doing can also be useful. You know, it, it is, a, is a tool that will let you kind of, if you see a website that you like and you wonder how they did that, it's a tool that will help you understand how they did that. Yeah, so if you want your website to look like Fox News, there is a possibility oh, of yeah. going to Fox News. And... We can hook you up. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine. I also saw some references to the Daily Mail, but I think that was in the journalism section. But we'll, <laughs> we'll carry on a little bit. Um, Why would the Daily Mail be in the journalism section? <laughs> Mistakes were made. Mistakes were made. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so uh, you mentioned a little bit about phishing um, and, and, and kind of malware websites and, and being able to do research on those areas. Um, and you also mentioned that you're, you're doing... Um, some analysis to say you know, these are these are hashes that we know are loaded on a, a bunch of websites. These seem like safe. They're loaded from your reasonable third-party platforms. Um, is this moving in the direction of if you use Lucky Lou for all of your traffic, you can flag things that are only loaded here and there? It doesn't seem like it's suitable for that because of the auth-related issues. But is that the so direction? It's it will so as um, I work for Circle in Luxembourg and we use it a lot for phishing websites. So basically, we just get like lists of um, of URLs, throw them in LuckyLoo, and see what's happening. So and we have like a few banks using it to this. For basically, they just like get all the URLs they get in um, in emails coming in from like third parties, send them in LuckyLoo, and then if they have some URLs or some resources that are flagged that they flag manually as malicious, and they see them again in multiple captures they can decide, okay, that capture ha is having a resource that is known bad from someone, so let's just flag that URL as malicious. And then potentially they can just get that URL out of LuckyLoo and send them in their uh, sim and in their, like, just, just like to block it at the organization level. And that's one of the things I find most interesting about LuckyLoo is being able to compare those hashes and that commonality because just like the good guys, the bad guys are quite often just rehashing the same, uh, that's the wrong one, reusing the same tools, the same site with a different images over and over again. Yeah, the infrastructure, uh, it wasn't our original aim, but we, we surfaced a lot of malicious infrastructure while we were doing this. Uh, essentially, there's a bunch of resources out there that belong on one or two websites. And when they're not on those websites, you pretty much know the moment you see them that that is not a good website. I guess the question is, what, what, why haven't we asked, right? What's, what's the, the question that, that we should be asking that we haven't asked as yet? How easy is it to use? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if, if, if someone's out there right now, they're looking at, you know, it sounds like an interesting project, they want to take a look, they want to give it a try, what's the opportunity for them to, to go out, try this on, you know, test infrastructure or roll this out? How easy is that? So the easiest thing to just kind of get your, get your feet wet is using our public example instance just feed it some websites plow through that see what happens um, there are people who feed uh, our instance thousands of websites a day <laughs> um, but uh, but if you're if you're just trying to figure out how it works you know 
put Fox News or whatever Fox. We're picking on Fox News, by the way, because it it's it's a catastrophically huge site with everything on it. Um, but uh, but yes, if you if you go on that site, you'll see you know the best and the worst of the web all in one place. Uh, but also um, uh, you know that playing with it. But also you can kind of use it at the API level. So you can feed a bunch of stuff to it and find patterns and correlations between different websites. And if they want to find the the example website, it's at lookyloo.circle.lu? Circle. Yeah. Okay. And and uh, if they're interested in rolling out their own version, right, maybe they want to run some tests against authenticated websites, the, you know, the cookies and things like that, or they want more of a custom experience, um, they can deploy it from, from GitHub, is that right? Yeah, yeah. So you have either a Docker image. You can just like run the Docker image. It should work out of the box. If it doesn't, please let us know. Uh, I generally have it running manually, just like I clone the repo and I have just a few. Like it's it's it takes like half an hour to to deploy. Like it's really easy. Um, there's a documentation. Like if you go on on GitHub, uh, the Lukilo organization, you will find like a install guide and like it's really like half an hour to for to to an hour at most. Uh, to have it up and running on your own machine or on a server somewhere. And then you have everything like as on the public instance. If you want to add like third-party services like MISP or um, VirusTotal, URLScan.io and so on, you need to have API keys for all those services. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's fairly straightforward. And I'm guessing don't put it out there on the web for everyone to use, otherwise it's a server-side request forgery waiting to happen. Yeah, it, it's... I mean, we do that on our public Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> so, Don't but, test it. Don't test but it. we ask you uh, to not load up your cookies on our instance, your, your login cookies on our instance. Please, please do not do that. <laughs> Great. Well, thank you very much. We've been uh, talking to uh, Raphael. <laughs> this went really well. <laughs> We'll start again. <laughs> yes. from, the very, from, the from, the, from the beginning. From so the beginning the again. Yeah. <laughs> so we've been talking to Raphael and Quinn. Thank you very much for taking the time. Thank you very much for the presentation. And uh, I look forward to trying out the tool. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the First Impressions podcast. And thanks to this week's guest. You can find Chris John Riley on Twitter at Chris John Riley, all one word. You can find me, Martin McKay, on Twitter at M-C-K-E-A-Y. And you can find the first organization at first.org, F-I-R-S-T D-O-T-O-R-G. You can also find more information about First and the First Impressions podcast at first.org. Thanks again for listening. Mm-hmm.